0: You got to accentuate the positive eliminate the negative, latch on To the affirmative, don't mess with mister In-Between You gotta spread joy Up to the maximum, bring gloom Down to the minimum, Half faith A pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness challenges and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute. And in case you cannot listen to the entire broadcast, you can visit my website at ProsperityLifeCoach.com for more coaching resources. Today, our show topic is The Secret to Having the Life that You Love. And this is a rebroadcast from yesterday's show, um, as I was taping the show yesterday at the complete end of the show. Um, because I've got these sinus problems, I made the weirdest sound, and it messed up the whole show. I couldn't believe it. I, since I've started this show, I, I laugh at myself more than I ever have before Um So this is a broadcast of of yesterday's show, and um, I want to start off by giving um, a little story about a young woman who wanted to be in a relationship, and she could not materialize the type of relationship that she was looking for. There was always a problem. Uh, You know, always a problem, always a problem. And so one day she met someone who was much older and wiser than she. She happened to be talking about this relationship situation of hers. And this is the advice that she was given. There are two types of people in this world, bees and flies. People who are like bees make honey. These people emulate qualities such as love, kindness, forgiveness, fairness, and generosity. These are just a few qualities that represent positive self-regard for self and others. Bees are team players. Their decisions are for the betterment of the colony there are those who are like flies flies like poo they radiate qualities such as envy fear dishonesty anger resentment and apathy now these qualities represent negative thoughts actions and behaviors that are often directed towards self and others Flies are solitary creatures. They are opportunistic and not very picky about where they land. Actually, they prefer and are very much attracted to poop, garbage, and things that are spoiled and soiled. What type of people are you attracting, bees or flies? What type of people do you find yourself being attracted to? It's not hard to tell. Do you or are you attracted to gossip, backbiting, criticizing, insensitivity to the feelings of others, judgmental, quick to anger, or do you find it hard to be happy for others? We must learn how to be clear about our intentions. When the people in your life are beginning to make you feel uncomfortable because they are doing or saying things around you that don't honor you, pay attention, listen to your inner voice, and have the courage to make the necessary changes. I thought that was a very good story and a great segue into the topic of today: the secret to having the life you love. Now, what I'm going to talk about is what I'm going to talk about is um, how often it's difficult uh, to materialize and manifest our dreams and our goals. And if my life, sometimes I, I say things like, or when I'm not materializing what I want to have in my life, I may say things like, mm, "If my life were different, then I, I could have better opportunities. If people in my life would just change, everything would be okay. Nobody understands me or who I really am. If they did." they surely wouldn't treat me the way that they do. Other people are successful in life because they're either sleeping their way up to the top or their family members own the, own the business, own the company. What we often don't understand is that we are our biggest enemies or our biggest saboteurs. Our thinking gets in the way of achieving our heart's desire. So our thinking often gets in the way of what's going on or what should be going on in our, in our heart. When we have thinking that um, is fuzzy or when we have erroneous or thoughts that aren't correct, this is called limiting belief. Today... We're going to develop a clear understanding of what limiting beliefs look like. And also, we're going to develop tools to replace those beliefs. So prosperity versus poverty thinking. What is poverty thinking? Or I'm sorry, what is prosperity thinking? Prosperity is a state of mind. It is a way of thinking that reflects growth, gratitude, and plenty. Prosperity is a healthy desire, ability, and passion to focus on a goal. It is also a willingness to take the necessary steps, despite obstacles, to make those dreams happen or those goals come true. Now, these concepts are important because if prosperity is reflective of abundance, wealth, and good fortune, it only makes sense that growth, gratitude, and plenty are necessary ingredients. Prosperity has to do with thinking in ways that promote and encourage positive actions and positive results. And I want to stop here for just a moment and say that these are principles that that, uh, are being talked about today, that if you apply these principles to your life, they will work for you uh, not only um, in the areas of self-care, how you take care of yourself, but they'll also work for you in the areas of your career development, having the advancement, developing the advancement that you want um, in your career path, in your business endeavors, Um, also in your wealth management, the spirituality. So these principles will work for you in all areas of your life. Now, prosperity is often associated with money and finances. When most people hear or, or speak the word prosperity, usually it's directly related to money. Wouldn't it be nice if we could learn at an early age to think of our lives in terms of health, family, wealth, career, and social prosperity? The ability to think positively is a sign of mental maturity. These types of thinking processes lead to self-actualization, which is another way of saying better self-esteem, how you see yourself, how you feel about yourself, how you care for yourself. There is a shift from self-centeredness to being more concerned not only about self, but others. Wouldn't it be nice to feel more control over your dreams and your goals? Prosperity starts with our thinking process. We learn how to believe in ourselves and our abilities. We're able to give greater – we're able to have – greater resiliency in life, the ability to bounce back from adversity. We're able to bounce back from challenges and make it through adversity without getting stuck in the pits of despair. Prosperity thinking is the ability to see things as you want them to be, so it's not the ability to see things as they are. It's the ability to see things as you want them to be, so that creativity and that being able to visualize where you want your life to go. The ability to visualize what you want for your life and keep that vision despite obstacles that might be distracting the analogy of the glass being half full versus half empty is appropriate for this prosperity versus poverty perspective. Prosperity is definitely looking at the glass as being half full. Now, these are a few characteristics of prosperity thinkers. Also, these are some tips and skills that need to be developed in order to become a prosperity thinker. Affirmations. Affirmations are used by prosperity thinkers. Positive thoughts and phrases are repeated to oneself the more positive words and thoughts are spoken by self and others, the more the words become a part of your best self. This is a concept that is common to those who consider themselves to be prosperous. So, you know, you have to ask yourself, what kind of thoughts are you thinking? What kind of words are you verbalizing to yourself and to others? And what are you allowing others to affirm in your life? Is it positive or is it negative? Mentorship is important. Mentorship is the ability to follow someone who knows more than you do. Verity conscious individuals Seek out those who have achieved what they desire. Shadowing experts is a sure way of learning the written and unwritten rules of your trade or the areas you are exploring. I can remember as a young mother, uh, one of the things that I used to do is look at people who had children who were older than mine and my children who were doing some of the things with their lives that I wanted my children to do. Because those those were the parents that I wanted to ask questions. How are you doing this? How did you do that? How do I do this? I wanted to take example. I wanted to be mentored by those who were doing what I wanted to be doing as a parent. In my spiritual walk, I looked at those people who were living the lifestyle, who had the the attitude and the behavior that I wanted because I wanted to know, what are you doing? How are you doing that? How does this work? No different with finances, no different with developing a career. And I have had many uh, business mentors as well as career mentors along my path. I still get mentored. So mentorship is important. Teachable. Teachable is a characteristic that one must possess. Prosperity requires the ability to open, to be open to learning new things. One must be able to take direction from another and be willing to be the learner and not draw upon everything that you think you know. We don't know everything. There's no way we can know everything. And in order to to be mentored, in order to be teachable, a lot of times what we think we know, we need to just throw it out the window or put it to the side and become an open vessel to learn some things that we don't know. Number four is faith. Faith is a characteristic of prosperity. Prosperity requires one to believe that their dreams and goals are materializing in the midst of not seeing any visible results. Again, here is that creativity, that ability to visualize. One must have faith that through hard work, passion, determination, and desire, things will materialize. Sharing of knowledge and helpfulness towards others is required. One must be willing to give of themselves. It is essential that in order to prosper, one must determine how they will contribute to others and the world around them. Do some volunteer work, be a mentor, or give to charitable causes There are many ways to give back or to give something, you know, to give of, of, you know, your gifts, your skills, and your talents. But we can't just take, 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 take. You know, we have to be willing to give back for free without expectation of getting something in return. Self-inventory is required of prosperous thinkers. One must be willing to do an honest inventory of strengths and weaknesses. Understanding weaknesses, but building on your strengths. That is so important. You know, just because you know what your weaknesses are, or because you are paying attention to or becoming aware of what your weaknesses are, doesn't mean that you focus on them. But it's important to know what they are so that you can turn your weaknesses into your strengths. Become a word watcher. Word watchers are prosperity thinkers who are committed to being mindful and purposeful of the words they use. They practice thought and word consciousness. They learn to use language that leads them in the direction of their dreams and goals. It is important to understand prosperous thinking yields prosperous results. This does not mean that every thought, feeling, and emotion will be positive. But it does mean that positive thoughts will be focused on more than negative thoughts. And, I, you know, I think that, you know, those who are learning uh, conscious thinking, positive thinking, law of attraction, many, many words for the same thought process, it's easy to think that you have to be perfect at this. Um, and it's not about perfection; it's about progress and awareness and, and 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 conscious efforting. Because when the more I make conscious effort to change, when I'm doing something that makes me feel uncomfortable, when I'm doing something and it begins to, I can begin to shift and and realize that what I'm doing is not working for me. I'm better able to change or I begin to change more quickly. I shift more quickly when I, when I realize, when I have a conscious awareness. So I'd like to offer you a reflection on prosperity thinking. These are challenges that I encourage you to take with you and, and work on. What are characteristics you identify with prosperity thinking? Are there areas in your life where you can increase prosperity thinking? How can thinking more prosperously change your life? And now I'm going to switch and talk about what is poverty thinking because if we don't know one, it will be hard to identify the other. So what is poverty thinking? Poverty thinking is also a state of mind. Poverty thinking is a belief in lack and limitation. Few may be willing to admit or even believe that their philosophy is based on these principles. The actual process of poverty thinking can be very difficult to identify. Many people don't even recognize the red flags. Looking at our thought processes, we may hold certain beliefs that are not in alignment with our dreams and our goals. Poverty thinking may have developed from the environment where you work, from your parents of origin or your learned customs and beliefs, it could have developed by you being around certain uh, sets of of friends. Your positive beliefs may even be overshadowed by others' negativity around you, and that's why it's so important to be aware of your environment. First of all, your internal environment. What are you saying to yourself? How are you talking to yourself? And then your external environment. How are others around you uh, talking? Are they speaking life into you or are they speaking negativity into you? And that's another reason also why it's so very important to engage, to get involved in different groups, that are, that are of interest to you that will help you to reach some of the goals that you set for yourself. Negative emotions, when fueled, attract and promote feelings of pessimism and hopelessness. Now, lack of limitation do not travel alone. They have buddies who tag along with them. Hate is a strong and intense dislike of a person, place, or thing. Resentment is to hold negative feelings against another about a real or a perceived injustice. Now, I want you to understand, with some of these negative emotions, it doesn't have to be real. It can be just, we can just think that somebody is doing something to us, and it may not even be true. But we develop these feelings when we think a certain way. Envy is when you don't feel happy or good about the good fortune of others, and instead wish their good fortune belonged to you, and, and envy is a type of lack mentality. Because when we begin to practice the law of attraction, when we begin to uh, practice um, wealth or prosperity thinking, we we begin to realize that in this world of plenty, there is more than enough to go around. And in in order for you to do well, I don't have to do bad. If you do well, I do well. So it's a win-win situation. Jealousy is affectionately known as the green-eyed monster. It is a belief or it is a being fearful that someone has more success or advantage than you do. Belief that someone will or has done better than you. It's that crabs in a barrel thinking, I'm, I'm only going to let them get so far before I snatch them back down, the jealousy. Revenge is to injure, punish, or harm someone for a real or perceived injustice. Apathy is the feeling of indifference or lack of concern for people, places, or things that are of interest to most. Guilt is an overwhelming feeling of loss, disappointment, or sorrow. And the last one that I'm going to talk about is doubt, which is a feeling of insecurity and uncertainness. When one is unable to feel confident and sure about decisions and or situations. Now, these are just a few poverty-thinking emotions that we all have experienced and experienced from time to time. And again, the key is becoming aware of it so that when you become aware, you can shift. You can shift and change and change. When feelings and thoughts such as these are meditated on for long periods of time, They can attract and promote feelings of helplessness and hopelessness. The analogy of the glass being half empty is appropriate for this power tool, for this poverty perspective. Those who view the glass as being half empty tend to focus on what's not going right, what happened that was wrong. They have difficulty taking responsibility for the part they play in situations in their life that is not going the way they envision. Poverty thinkers are often unable or unwilling to recognize that they have a choice to feel miserable and stuck or they can choose to make changes. It takes a conscious effort to recognize when your way of thinking is not producing the results you desire. And it takes desire to want different outcomes than you're getting. Possible to be grateful and grievous at the same time. Poverty and prosperity thinking can never share the same space at the same time. We must choose which state of being we will allow to take up the majority of our time and space. So I have a reflection for you, a challenge um, that I'd like for you to work on regarding poverty thinking. If you had an opportunity to change a poverty thinking thought, what would it be? How can you tell when your thinking has transitioned from poverty to prosperity thinking, and vice versa? Are there any times when poverty thinking might be advantageous? Hmm. Now, those are some thoughts that I definitely want to um, leave you with because we are coming upon a new year, and this is, this typically tends to be the time of year when we start reflecting on those things in our life that have gone well, uh, those things in our life that maybe have not gone so well that we want to to change. And these are great power tools to begin to help us figure out where we are and and where we want to go, where we want to go, and how to get there, even some tools and tips on how to get there. So I thank you for tuning in, and I am going to bring this edition of Positively Affirmative to a close. We'd like to thank you, our listening audience, for tuning in. This is the show where we affirm you with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness challenges and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, where we teach women how to create positive shifts in their work-life balance, so they can become the directors of their own life stories. If you'd like more information and coaching resources, please visit my website, FarityLifeCoach.com. Now, again, we air on Sundays, so please join us next Sunday at six thirty p.m. Bring a friend and share the prosperity. All right everybody. Have a beautiful week. Don't mess with Mr. Inbetween. Don't mess with Mr. Inbetween. Oh.